What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man. You're listening to Bob Culture Podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special Extreme Rules Predictions panel episode of the BCP, sponsored by Shameless Promo. You know them, our good friends over at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore, located in the English Town Flea Market in English Town, New Jersey, the Blue Building, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Go visit Heather and Dan. They got G.I. Joe's, they got wrestling everything. They got retro games. They got a ton of Seth Rollins stuff for Kimmy. They got lots of great Shawn Michaels stuff for my man Mike Mueller. They got Ric Flair stuff for the Annie Smart. They got lots of good stuff, so woo. check them out. Woo! We need a woo. A woo for Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore. Thank you for supporting the show. And guys, visit them online. Buy some stuff during the week online. FunkensteinWrestlingSuperstore.com or visit their eBay store. Check them out. Heather and Dan, thank you so much for supporting the show. And guys, let's get down to business now that the bills are paid. Paid. shameless promo let's welcome in our panelists please welcome back to the show and i miss this guy's face i can't i can't lie please welcome back to the show he is a bcp og member you know him from the poprate.com and the most delicious brisket you will ever have my main man the andy smart mr matt Wittes. what's up bro how you been doing all right been very busy but uh, glad to just jump on in here do it minute man style Ready to go. Belly full of Popeyes and Diet Coke. I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. He's waiting in the wings for that call. We gave him the call. He's ready to go, man. He's got some Popeye shameless promo. Popeye's call us spicy chicken. We like it. Might quite arguably the best spicy chicken. We'll talk about that later. It's, it's pretty solid. Good to have you back, Matt. And please welcome back to the show. Coming off another perfect performance here on the BCP. He is the Mr. Perfect of the BCP. You know him from the Sweet Chin Musings podcast. The very handsome Mr. Mike Mueller. Mueller, what up, dude? Not too much, man. Great to be here, as always. Very excited. Yes, did do perfect again. I hope you don't get sick of saying that. I'm sorry if that gets annoying. Um, and also, just last thing I wanted to say, well, I'm sure uh, it's a wonderful I am not surprised at all that there's plenty of Seth Rollins stuff still available because who would buy that? Like, really, who's who's buying Seth merch? Uh, you know but no, what? But we That's love so rude, wow. especially when he wow. won at the last pay-per-view clean, I might add. So I think you're going to see those merchandise sales skyrocket, especially because he's going to win gold on Monday on Did the you- season premiere. Did you get like a raise in your allowance? Is that why that stuff's going to so um actually i'll have you know i'm booked for the rest of the year and wrestling work so yes that means i would be working more and that i would get paid more so yes mike i guess you're legit. right legit legit i guess so wow well it's good to and have I get you back paid at man. midnight actually and so you know i get paid thanks ride that wave Ride that wave, bro, because you you deserve it. You are Mr. Perfect for a reason. And he's very in tune with WWE booking. Now the regime has changed a little bit, but 
So far, he's still Mr. Perfect. Good to have you back, Mike. And uh, welcome in Johnny Burke in the chat. Uh, John Call, Bubba, welcome back to the chat, man. Guys, let us know who you got in the picks. Please share the stream. Delancey, welcome in. How are you? And please welcome back to the show. You'll see her down in Baltimore Celeb Fest. You'll see her working for every promoter ever because she is the hottest free agent in the business right now. She is Maria Canales' personal protege. She works for the PopBreak.com. She is Kimmy Talks Wrestling. She's going to be involved with God of war and she's a staple a pillar here of the bcp miss kimmy 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 so cool kimmy what up see mike you might be perfect but i'm a pillar a pillar i might add. i'm so sorry but no oh, i'm gonna be serious can i be serious for like two seconds i'm actually gonna be serious here so i think we've Go all ahead, seen Lance the news <laughs> i think we've all seen the news of the tragic death that took place in the wrestling community with Tough enough winner, Sarah. And I just want to say that with all the wrestling bullshit that has gone on, I'm really happy to see the amount of wrestlers who have donated to this GoFundMe as of 10.05. It is double the amount that the goal was set at. It is at over $40,000. So if you have some spare change, you should go donate to that GoFundMe. And wrestling family is actually a thing. We don't need to fight every 0.2 seconds. AEW, you should definitely take some notes. And I appreciate you saying that, Kimmy. Uh, oh, that's awesome of you. I, I think you and I know some people in the business that are that are close with that family, uh, close with them. I remember watching Sarah Lee on Tough Enough, man. I, I love me some Tough Enough, man. Um, and it's just really tragic and out of nowhere, man. My, my heart goes out to uh, Weston Blake and everyone close to them and then their friends and family, man. I really don't know what to say. Um, if someone could please post the, uh, the donation link to go follow me in the chat, help out if you can guys. Uh, and thank you so much, uh, for, for watching and, and just, you know, thoughts and prayers, man, all our best, uh, uh, to the family, man. And like Kimmy said, like, it's cool to see everyone, uh, rally around when, when times are tough and, and, you know, you get blindsided by things in life. So crazy, our best to, uh, Sarah Lee and, and her family. Um, always a weird segue here, guys, but let's let's get into it. We're here to talk Extreme Rules WWE. It's going to be in Philly, not too far from us, a little bit far, farther from Mueller. Um, but this should be very interesting. I think Kimmy and I were talking six matches. Before we get into that, we're getting a lot of the White Rabbit chat uh, in the chat, so let's get into it. Is it, Bray, is it Bray Wyatt? Kimmy knows things already. Is it Bray Wyatt? Do we see a swerve? Do we have predictions here? Kimmy, what do you got? So, Rob, as you know, I'm going to go from Bound for Glory straight to Philadelphia. Oh, so you're going. I am the White Rabbit. Of course I'm going. I will be at Bound for Glory tomorrow, awesome. guys. Awesome. I'm jealous. And the Impact tapings on Saturday. I know I'm seeing my girl Ella there, so I'm really excited for that. Ella. But Ella. Sorry. If, if this White Rabbit is not Bray Wyatt, there's going to be so many people pissed off. I could definitely see it being Joe Gacy. Um, me and Bill were talking about this because I told Bill, I'm like, it's too obvious that it's Bray. It's definitely somebody else. And he goes, yeah, but people are going to be mad. I said, no, but like, that's the point. They want you to think it's Bray, but it's going to be somebody else. But I think it's going to be Bray. Um, I definitely see them getting involved in one of the matches on this card. And we'll just see if I end up being right. And Mike ends up being wrong. Wow, you had to take that shot at the end there. It's very interesting in the chat. We're getting a lot of uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Joe Hale in the chat saying, I think it's Wyatt with Gacy. That would be really cool, kind of a combo deal. Just a little bit of a swerve. Um, if it is uh, Bray Wyatt, it makes all the sense in the world. They're having a lot of fun with the clues. Uh, the clues are almost more fun than the reveal. I'm here for the long-term story. I'm here for the build. Uh, we're talking about a kind of a thing. 
uh, if I wanted to get cute and creative, what if it was Alexa Bliss? You know, she's just kind of like doing kind of the the thing where she's mixing with everybody. You know, she kind of uh, swerves everybody and comes out. You know, she's still got the doll and all that and kind of comes back to that persona. Um, and I know there were mixed opinions on that, but that would be an interesting swerve. I'd love to see Gacy, man. He, a good dude. He's always uh, been so kind to us. Oh, with this time, I got one of his masks over here. I'll, I'll show it to you guys in a minute. Good dude. Deserves it. Killing it on NXT, maybe very, very cool. And then Bray, it's like the Cody thing. Like you kind of knew he was coming. Um, you, you know, you just get that right time, right place. You get that crowd pop. Um, it's money. You know, it's good business, and uh, it should be very, very interesting. I remember Triple H saying in a recent interview, the thing about Bray is his mind works in such unique, integral ways that sometimes it's hard to control that that passion and fire. And a lot of these clues, I look at it, and it's a lot of moving parts. And it's whether it's physical flyers on people's windshields, whether it's QR codes, whether it's a, it's almost too much. It's not like one thing, but it's really fun, and we're talking about it. So obviously, everyone's mind goes to Bray. It'll be exciting to find out who it is, guys. Let us know in the chat who you think it is, Matt. I want to throw it to you, man. Your thoughts on this? You think it's Bray Wyatt? Well, you know, you were talking about a couple of different aspects there uh white rabbit th that was uh that was carrying Cross's lucha underground persona um joe gacy's character is kind of there where they can throw him into the main roster i think right now and he has a, a very braid like character but um everybody's expecting bray he's of everybody who has been released or left wwe over the last what year and a half, two years. He's the one who really hasn't popped up anywhere. Like he's just been waiting to quote the, uh, James E. Cornette. They're sure going to look like a plate full of piss. If it ain't. Yeah. That was a pretty good impression. It's, it's what everybody's waiting on. So they're either going to deliver or whatever they could do. If it's not him, don't debut it in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that is the right answer, bro. Good. And Mike, I know you love going last now that we've stolen all of your thunder, but go ahead. Uh, didn't steal too much. Uh, it has to be Bray Wyatt. It has to be not because of clues or anything like that, but the reason why I love a good swerve. Under most circumstances, I'm like, yes, give me the swerve. Let me think it's you're going left and go right. I'm all for it. The reason why it doesn't work here is because we since we are all expecting it to be Bray Wyatt, if it is not Bray Wyatt, the only logical payoff to that is if Bray Wyatt then returns to attack this person that like was sort of kind of using his style, his gimmick, his whatever thing. And that is so white meat baby face. And that is so anti everything that Bray Wyatt is as a character. This is what Bray Wyatt is. He is the big buildup. He is the mystery. He is the smoke and mirrors. He is, oh, no Cody reference there, but he, he does do those things. And it doesn't, this is a situation where you have, yes, we all expect it to be Bray, but it does have to be Bray because you can't, no, whatever heat you'll get for whoever it is, if it's not Bray, that's going to be great for one night or one week, but that's going to go away really, really fast. And then my question is, if you do plan on bringing Bray Wyatt back, how are you going to do it better than this? You can't. And yeah, he could just show up one day and randomly run down to the ring and attack whoever, because that's wrestling 101. But again, that's not Bray. That's not this character. That's not what he does. This is some of the best, most interesting. It's not even really storytelling, but 
Um, this is the best journey that I've gone on as a wrestling fan in an incredibly long time. And it, it has his fingerprints all over it. And this is one situation where I think a swerve is not only going to backfire in the short term, it's going to backfire in the long term because then you have completely killed the desire to see Bray. We have no, we have not wanted to see Bray more than we want to see him right now. And this is just handed on a platter and, to go back to that, hopefully it's not a platter full of piss. That's all we can hope for at this point. It's got to be Bray. It has to be. You're only smoking mirrors to me, Mike. Uh, yep. Very well said. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I pop for that. Uh, John Perry in the chat saying Adam Rose was with the White Rabbit too. No. Yeah, that was my running no. joke. It is Adam Rose's. Is, it's his bunny. <laughs> Uh, his bunny is coming back, so we'll we'll see. That should be very interesting. Let's get into the card here. Let's start with Liv Morgan, the SmackDown Women's Champion, taking on Rowdy Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to get a read on this one. You know, Liv with some, sort of that underdog booking, finally getting that championship. And now it's, can she hold on to it so far? She has, but she really has to prove herself. Is this a time where she proves herself again? Now that she's more extreme, we saw her do that table spot. Um, or is this where Ronda just kind of takes the title back and they move forward with Ronda? Because I don't really have a like a pulse on this one. I, I'm not really like getting a good read on this. Mike, I'll throw it right back to you first, man, because you have a great read on these things. I sure do, and I think I have a good read on this one and i think actually i'm going to say this i got two somewhat bold predictions to make on the show uh this is going to be my first one ronda winning is not a bold prediction i think most of us are expecting her to win she's taken a couple safe losses where you know she she had the you know live was tapping while she got pinned and she got dequeued from a bunch of things they've done a lot of really smart ways of booking her to keep having her lose but ronda rousey is not the kind of person that you bring in to have them just put other people over. It doesn't make sense. She is only effective when she's dominant. So I think this has to be the chance. And Liv, God bless her. I will say she. I, I've been more impressed with her as a champion than I thought I would be because I was I was not on the Liv train like you guys were. And and she's put on some really good matches that did exceed my expectations. But we're not really doing a whole lot with that storyline. I think it's easy to get it off of her. Ronda is a heat magnet. It's going to be great. And Ronda Rousey is going to win this. She's going to go on a long tear before she is eventually dethroned by Shayna Baszler. And that is my bold prediction. Shayna Baszler is a Triple H gal. Uh, there's a built-in storyline ready for that. You can have them pair up in the beginning and then split up, or you can just have her go for Ronda right away. Either way, it could work. But And, and it, that is a feud that you don't need the title for, but I do think that uh, Ronda will get it, and this will eventually lead to a Ronda-Shayna feud, which I'm very excited for. Great point on the Shayna Baszler. Uh, I almost said wild card, the, the the ace of spades, queen of spades, I should say. Queen of spades. Queen of spades. We saw them at a house show in AC, what, a month ago, and the two of them teamed up um, in a tag match. I forget. There's so much wrestling. I forget who they took mm-hmm. on, but I do see Shayna being a part of this equation. That makes a lot of sense. I still don't know who to pick yet. Uh, in the chat, we have Ronda Rousey wins because she won the Rumble in Philly, and Philly loves Ronda. Well, we'll certainly find out on Saturday, that's for sure. Goodest sister, what do you got on this one? So I think this is going to be a hell of a better match than they had at SummerSlam because that match was rough. And I know because I was there. So the only way that I really see Liv winning is if Sarah Logan is going to come back and help her win. 
Because why the hell not, right? Because the other Riot Squad member just had surgery on her nose and she's trapped in AEW. But I think. Trapped, wow. Trapped. Wow. Interesting choice of words. That sounds like something for another episode, but interesting choice of words. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, where was I going? Right. So I definitely see Ronda winning just because I Ronda did not come back and sign this huge contract and doing this while being a full-time mom to lose, especially because, you know, she had her little fit during WrestleMania 38 weekend. So I definitely see Ronda winning. I don't see it being Shayna to be the one taking a title off her. I really think that the SmackDown Women's Vision needs some help because because compared to the Raw Women's Division, basically with who just came back with Dakota and Bailey and EO and Candice, that that Raw Women's Division stacked. And I think there's a draft coming up um, like right after Survivor Series. I could be wrong. I have no idea. That's not Insider Kimmy. Right. Okay. So I definitely think that we need to shift some people over to SmackDown. But you also have to remember there's a looming Charlotte Flair waiting in the wings. That could also be coming right in around Survivor Series 2. But I definitely think the Rowdy one will be taking this one in a fun match with uh, hopefully some cool spots in the stipulation. Because Extreme Rules, you can do anything the hell you want. That baseball bat that randomly ended up in the ring on Friday that no one knew how it got in there. Who knows what could happen? The bat's coming back. Okay. I know. It's got to. It's got to. It was Aaron Judge. You're right. Um. Let's see. We got one for Rhonda. We got two for Rhonda. So to the Andy Smart, do we have the trifecta? Uh, you know what? I think we do. Yeah. Because there's there's not a here's the great thing about this entire card, top to bottom, is that everybody who loses is protected because it's not a straight match. You know, and. So they can kind of keep live shine on her, everything that she's accomplished over the last, you know, six months to a year. But they're looking already towards WrestleMania and booking that. This gives them a chance to put the belt on Ronda, develop, establish her, and then develop a program with whoever she's facing then. It's, you know, I think they're going to put it on her for a good, you know, six months or what have you and it's it's just in place and it starts starts this weekend you you sold me man we'll go we'll go four for ronda um i think yeah we are moving towards definitely moving towards i mean it's far away from wrestlemania but it doesn't make sense to give her like a long powerful reign um she won the rumble so it's like one of those things where it's like she doesn't need and we're to done be with in the this- hot potato booking Yes, too. exactly, exactly. We're, we're done. We're done trying to figure thing out, hour to hour or week to week. I think they're they're getting things set. I mean, Roman's had the bell for like two years now. That's been the only thing that's been safe. But it looks like they're moving towards, you know, things that last more than a month. Usos have had a long too. Usos too. Yeah, sure. For now. Um, and like you said, Matt, like we are moving forward. I, I like the way you put it. Um, we have Survivor Series, a.k.a. some War Games matches. So it's going to be interesting to see that the pairings, you know, I kind of see, again, this pairing with Alexa Bliss and Bianca and Oscar and, and all that, or all of which that could kill it on their own. I, I see among that group some sort of turn or gimmick change or something. Uh, I'm thinking maybe for Asuka or Alexa Bliss. So we'll see what happens. But speaking of which, let's talk about uh, Bianca Belair. What do we got on this? I'm definitely not reading this. Help me out, Kimmy. 
It is Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Bailey in the first ever women's ladder match. This, can I go? Can I make my prediction? Please do. You wrong? think it's going to be the main, right? I do. There, to me, when I'm looking at this card, there's only six matches. I have no idea if anything's going to be changed between 10:20 on Thursday and Saturday at eight o'clock. But this match needs to be an event. There's so much history here. I think out of all the matches on the card, besides Rollins and Riddle, and that's not even the bias to me saying that. Like this is the feud that everyone's most invested in, and the fact that you know what, I think Bailey's going to do it. That's what I put on this, right? I did. Okay, I definitely think Bailey's going to do it. I think the end shot on Raw with Dakota and Io with the tag titles and Bailey sitting on top of the ladder with the Roman Championship, obviously wrestling one on one. If that happens on your go home show, that's definitely not going to happen on the pay per view. But I think that that was a foreshadow. I think that they brought Bailey back at the right time. Damage control is probably one of the most over things right now on the roster. The shirts that they came out with look absolutely amazing. And oh, Mike doesn't like them. Okay, <laughs> but I like the you shirts. Need to- yeah. yeah. Shirts are yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay. I might buy okay. one. Oh, okay. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> but see, you're making me lose my train of thought. I was on like a good little thing. Thanks, Mike. You're saying damage but control. Need- damage control is looking good. Bailey's looking strong with that. Yeah, for sure. You need to. Ca- you need to capitalize on Bailey now. I think Bianca's had her 2022. There's a nice little article coming for the pop break about who I think my top 10 for the PWI 150 is. And no surprise, I think we're going to have a two-peat. Hmm. So I think Bianca's kind of had her shine. So I really think you need to pass the title along, especially because, you know, with the new era and the draft coming up. So I definitely think Bailey will be your new Raw Women's Champion. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. I'm not feeling damage control maybe as much as everyone else is. Maybe it's just me. Again, you have three great uh, singles competitors. Bailey hasn't really. Ryan Peterson, welcome in the chat. Uh, good good to see you, bro. I really don't see like great to see them return. Like it's like we always say on this show. Like, but what's next? Great to see them return at SummerSlam. Big uh, Io Shirai fan, now Io Sky. It's very interesting. It's great to put these groups together and see them succeed and Dakota Kai to come back. But it's like, I don't think Bailey's wrestled all that much since she's come back. Um, it's a pretty quick rise back to the top, and deservedly so. Her resume speaks for itself. One of the four horsewomen. I see them definitely being involved in some form or fashion in this War Games match. Again, I don't want to think too far ahead. Bianca's money, there's really no reason for her to lose it. And I also think that you kind of have like the bloodline with all the titles kind of thing. Like, do we need to do the same thing in another faction? I'm not big on factions right now. I never really have been, especially when it came to AEW. Like, but when you have big time factions like the bloodline and the stuff Sammy is doing, man, one of my favorite segments was two weeks ago with the shirt. Come on. Everyone executed that perfectly um sammy's the most valuable player in wwe oh it's brilliant and it's against the grain it's it's like stuff we're not used to i love it. it's tongue-in-cheek it's humorous his facials his expressions that being said i'm getting off target here but i think when you have a big important faction like the bloodline it's kind of hard to recreate other factions like uh toxic attraction like they're very organic like it works damage control i'm just not like i'm not feeling it i don't think they need all the gold Bianca is money. The kids are really connecting with Bianca. I love it. Keep the keep the strap on her, man. Maybe this is just my own 
you know, fan-based opinion. Mike, I, I saw you weren't a big, big fan of damage control. Do you think Bailey wins regardless? Can uh, I yeah. raise a question first before Mike goes? Sure. Okay, Rob. So if it isn't Bailey, then who is the one to defeat Bianca? I can't just say. Um, I, uh, that's a very fair question. Give me, give me some time to let that marinate a little bit. Charlotte. I whispered it. Oh, did you really? I, I, I really didn't hear you say it. I was I brought I was it to fruition. Drifting off. And that's a very good, very fair question, uh, Kimmy. But go ahead, I Mike. I beamed it directly into your hypothalamus. Yeah, yeah, I see. Gesundheit. <laughs> um, so uh, to answer your question, Rob, yes and yes. Yes, I am not a fan of damage control. I think damage control sucks. But I think Bailey is going to win this. Um, not because of anything damage control related, but just because I do believe, and I am, yeah, wrestling 101. If they're standing tall on the go-home show, they lose on the pay-per-view. That is as basic as it gets. Uh, but got to have a few swerves in there. Trips is all about the swerves. I think we're getting a swerve here because it. this to me is one of the safest ways you can get the title off of Bianca Belair and not damage her character. A, it's a ladder match. So by definition, it's no disqualification. It's yeah, it's kind of three on three because she's got Alexa and Asuka, but they don't really like I'm not you've done nothing to convince me that this is like a sisterhood and they're really there together, blah, blah, blah. Whereas at least with damage control, you've got me believing that they're really all in it for each other. So you've got two outside forces who are able to help Bailey. You've got just the wackiness of a ladder match where anything can happen. Oh, her leg gets caught in the rope and she can't get out and blah, blah, blah. There's a million ways to do it and go, yeah, Bailey won, but she didn't really beat Bianca. You can do it a lot of ways. It sets up, it, it, it allows you to continue their rivalry. And if Bianca wins this, I don't really see how you continue the rivalry in any meaningful way. And I think there is more juice to squeeze out of this. So for all of those reasons, I'm going with Bailey. Um, also, I just really like Bailey and heel Bailey is amazing. Uh, and like I, I've said on this podcast many times, I think Bianca is much more interesting of a character when she's chasing and when she's having to defeat the odds versus when she is the dominant factor uh, in any situation. So for all those reasons, I think Bailey's going to win and hopefully she's going to win and kick damage control to the curb because she doesn't need them anymore because now she's got her gold. What a great way to get heat, huh? You bring up some great points. I hate picking. I always do. I always do. Mr. Perfect. Like it's a surprise. Mr. Perfect. And and Bill, Bill Bodkin in the chat. We love you, Bill. (laughs) Bill's in the chat. Oh, I'm not. He goes, I I know one swerve that trips is not about. Wow. Ah, Wow. He he, he thinks he's funny. ah, We miss you, Bill. We love you, man. Matt, what do you got on this match? Uh, You know what? Again, just uh, using my own convoluted logic here. I think I am going with Bailey on this. Yeah. Yeah. Because if uh, it, with, with Becky out with, with the slap tear right now, uh, or separated shoulder, whatever she's got going on, uh, Charlotte, you know, right now, for all we know, she's got her earrings out and her hands wrapped, leaning against the door of Sammy Guevara's car to wait for him <laughs> to come out the building. Uh, I wonder where you're going with that. Love it. She's going to go make him pay for uh, getting her man sent home. Then uh, the best candidates outside of Bailey 
to take the belt off of Bianca Belair are the two people in her corner right now. So either you're going to do something with that or Bailey's going over. And we're going to get a couple of months of ding dong. Hello is going to be back and somebody's going to have enough is enough and come in and beat her ass. I do want to say eventually, I, I think, um, I think Asuka or uh, Alexa is eventually going to turn on Bianca for, and we'll set up that feud, but I think that's going to happen at or right after war games. Cause I do believe they'll keep them as a faction for that war games match. That's the thing you've got the most history with. Uh, so it just makes the most sense, but I do see one of them screwing over Bianca at some point, whether or not she has the title. Alexa bliss will be the one most likely bill, uh, bill in the chat, echoing those sentiments. Alexa is the most likely to turn. Um, let's keep it moving forward here. I guess I stand alone on this one. Um, let's, and you can check it out. Standalone wrestling, December 3rd, super camp, shameless promo. Uh, let's t- talk about John call in the chat saying, does Finn win? He's tired of edge beating everyone. That's going to be an, I quit match again, this Saturday in Philly extreme rules. Very, very excited, uh, for this one. But again, man, I don't know how y'all are feeling about the judgment day. Again, like I talk about these factions, like, Stuff Dominic's doing is interesting. They did a great job tying everything together. Uh, you know, we had Ray involved. We've had AJ involved. We've had uh, the Rhea and Dominic thing, which has been very interesting. We've had the Ray and Dominic thing kind of play out, but they're kind of going their separate ways. Uh, now Edge is involved in the equation. It's very interesting. I don't know how I feel about Judgment Day. Like, I, I guess I got to let it, let it marinate a little bit more. I don't really... Got a good read on this, but do you guys see Edge winning again? I, apparently, some of the fans are tired of Edge winning. Uh, is Edge putting over Finn Balor? Does Finn Balor need to be put over? Kimmy, so politely raising your hand. I have such a theory, and I came up with this after Mike sent Phil the article. Okay, I was so. Upset are you gonna steal my thunder right now? I don't think we're no, we're not thinking the same thing. Oh, okay. I because I swear to God, I'm like if I if I wrote that article and Kimmy uses it. Okay, go no. ahead, Kimmy. Sorry, freaked out a minute. Jesus, you're all, like, I, I admit that article is really good. I'm very excited for this match. Go ahead, Kimmy. I'm glad you are because I'm really not, to be honest. Um, I echo what a lot of people are saying. I don't like that Edge just keeps coming in, winning, and then losing. I know that he only really wants to wrestle for another year. He said the last time they wrestled in Canada that he wants to retire when they come back in 2023. Good for him. But I think the key thing is what's going to happen with AJ Styles because he's gone beamed down by the Judgment Day. And so, hear me out. Wild theory here. You know, the match ends. Edge wins. Judgment Day beating him down. But, you know, the the numbers are still not against him. But what if his goodest family, my goodest brothers, who are free agents, I might add, come out to even the odds with Judgment Day? Now that is unexpected, and that's a story. But obviously, Edge is going to win because why wouldn't Edge win? Because that's what he does in WWE. Edge comes back, cuts angry promos, wins, leaves. I know why Edge doesn't win. Why? Go okay. for it. Uh, I'm pretty much going to read this verbatim. I don't care. I don't want to give away too much of the article. But this is so. I'm. This is uh, bold prediction number two. Bold prediction number two is that. Uh, 
Finn Balor is winning this match. That's not the bold prediction. Uh, a lot of people are saying there's no way Edge is going to lose this match because it's not a quit match. And Edge is a, uh, a legendary baby face who would never say the words I quit. And I, I could not agree more. Edge is not going to say I quit. Rey Mysterio is going to say I quit on behalf of Edge because what's going to happen is Judgment Day, specifically Dominic, Eric Watts, part two, uh, Mysterio is going to, that's a shout out to Bill, uh, is going to, under, Dominic understands how important Edge is to Ray. Clearly, Ray picked Edge over Dominic to be at Catastrophe at the Castle, and we all know what happened there, and that was our big turn, and that was fantastic. So what Dominic's going to do is Dominic understands that if we, like, we don't even try to make Edge say I quit. We just beat him to a bloody pulp, and eventually my dad is not going to be able to take it. He's going to run out, and we're going to have a very similar situation to Hell in a Cell where, like, Jay tap Jay said I quit to save Jimmy Ray Mysterio was going to do something throw in the towel do whatever so that Finn Balor wins we set up Ray and Dominic because I know we're kind of moving away from it but there's no way that match doesn't happen at some point Dominic gets an air of credibility which he desperately needs so now he's not just on Rhea Ripley's leash and collar he has a real reason to be in this group that gets set up. And more importantly, we start the run for Finn Balor. Am I a fan of Judgment Day? No. But I think we can find a way to salvage this. And bold prediction number two, we are in October of 2022. By January of 2024, so give me a year and four months, the WWE and Universal titles will be split and Finn Balor will be holding one of them because Finn Balor is the Triple H guy. Finn Balor has been a main eventer, has been the face of NXT not once but twice when Triple H was in control. When Triple H started taking over bigger parts of creative and WWE, what happened? He made Finn Balor the very first universal champion. Finn Balor is at the top of Triple H's list, and rightfully so. He's an unbelievable talent that's been misused for so long. We are seeing the beginning of WWE champion Finn Balor. It's going to take a while, but it's going to happen here. He needs to start accumulating very impressive and credible victories. And what better way to do that than over the one of the biggest names in wrestling in the last 25 years? Bill, we don't need to talk about that part. I'm talking about it all, baby. For, for our Sweet audio preview. listeners, yeah, Bill saying uh, Rollins messed that. I guess he's referring to the injuries and uh, the things that happened there. But I'll, well, I'll, Rollins I'll, tends to do that. I was going to copy your homework, dude. First of all, brilliant, brilliant, Mueller. Like, I love you covered a lot of angles, a lot of long-term storylines uh, intertwining. Uh, John Call in the chat saying, preach. Yeah, I agree. You and lost me a little bit at the bold prediction with Finn. I, I don't know how I feel about that. But everything you said before that... Definitely copying your homework. And Matt, by the way, this is this is not like fantasy booking. This is completely logical with everything logical. that's happened before it. That's what I love. Like you were like yeah. blowing my mind. Like I was like, this makes sense. And this makes sense. And I could see this happening. So very well, dude, you are strangely in tune with this, man. I'm very intrigued. Um, I'm more interested in this match now just to see if you're right. Um, Matt, what would you kind of think on this one? Is it Finn? Is it Edge? Who's, who says I quit? Uh... I'm going with some way, somehow, Edge is going to be the one saying I quit. What? Um, they, they have all different ways they can do it. 
uh, to kind of keep him safe for the next time he wants to come back and do something. Uh, it's coming up to the holidays, you know, let him get, go home and spend some time, but there's a million things they can do with that. You know, think of, uh, think of Brett versus Backlund. Yeah. Somebody else could throw in the towel. He can pass out like Steve Austin and he can stay protected. Uh, but what they, one thing they can't do is have, you know, have Finn Bauer, the face of Judgment Day, who we're supposed to care about. We're supposed to worry about it when the face goes up against Judgment Day because they're dangerous. They've, they've got a giant. They've got um, Greg Gagne Part 2. Uh, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. They've got, you know... Uh, <laughs> but can we just now forever Mr. refer to Dominic Mysterio's uh, failed second-generation wrestlers? Rhea Ripley... Oh, all these things. If Edge manages not to say I quit when there's four dangerous people that can all beat the living shit out of them within the rules, you know, put his neck in a vice so that maybe he doesn't get home to Beth and the girls and has to make a decision where someone else can run down and make it for him. If they can't make that happen, then whether you're a fan of Judgment Day or not, uh, all this time has been wasted because it's dead in the water. I, th- I think you guys really hit it on the head with like someone else saying I quit or someone else coming down because uh, there's so many moving parts. I'd be surprised if it was just one-on-one uh, the whole time without any sort of interference or someone quitting for the other person. Really good stuff. Really good stuff, guys. That's why you're here. Very, very proud uh, that you guys are on this show. Um, Matt Riddle taking on in a fight pit match Seth – is it Rollins? Seth Rollins? Rollins, uh, that would be the one. Rollins, Rollins. Seth Rollins. I, I, okay, I've heard of him. He's pretty good. Kimmy, what do you think about this match? I'm so upset I'm missing it. Like, what if something happens to him? You know, like, Fight Pits and him really don't get along. If you've looked at the history of, like, when Rollins and Riddle have been in the ring together, Rollins has given Riddle a black eye, and I'm really scared he's going to want some retribution. So I'm, I'm kind of nervous for his own safe and pleasure, but that doesn't mean Seth Rollins is going to lose. I mean, let's talk about this. First of all, he got his first pay-per-view singles win clean in a year and a half. We are on the rise. Second of all, the man needs to look strong as he's about to win the U.S. title on Monday against Bobby Lashley. Because why wouldn't he? You know, we need some gold. It's going to be great. Third of all, his this little um, UFC special guest ref who's totally like, I don't even know why he's here. That's Seth Rollins' best friend. So why wouldn't Seth Rollins' best friend help him win? Make, I mean, I thought sense. you were Seth Rollins' best friend. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm number one, and then, like, Daniel Cormier's number two. I mean, I'm also Daniel Garcia's best friend, so, you know, it's hard for me to balance both lives. But Can you be a wife and a best friend? Yeah, you can be. Okay. You kind of have to be. Yeah, you kind of have to be. I'm I'm the single one talking here, so. I I mean, I'm also single. I mean, I'm not dating Daniel in real life. It's officially, not official. it's not. It's a not official. Yeah. I get it. Labels are weird. Labels are weird. You don't want to. Don't want to rush into a. We're in the public eye, it's it's tough. It's yeah, tough. yeah, very tough for Kimmy. Kimmy, so Seth Rollins, Seth Because why wouldn't he? Like Mike, like Mike doesn't even have a reason. Like his article, like I don't like, have a reason in my article. I have a reason, and it's the most obvious reason in the world. Why would Seth Rollins beat a UFC fighter in a UFC match? 1997, Owen Hart, Ken Shamrock, come on. You don't 
beat the person in their fear. If this was a fashion show, then I can totally see Seth Rollins winning. I think Seth Rollins would dominate Matt Riddle in a, in a catwalk match, but it's not a catwalk match. It's fight pit match. And one of them has spent a lot of time in a fight pit. The other one has spent no time in a fight pit. So explain to me. And if we're going to keep this train rolling, because I do agree with you that it's the most interesting feud that's going on right now. And we have more juice to squeeze out of it because we're still waiting for Randy to come back. But Rollins won the last one. He's got to lose this one. Come on. Easy, easy. This is easy. This is like. But now my question to you is. I have nothing to say without being offensive. So I'm not going to say anything. Wow. When you, well, what did Thumper teach us? When you have don't nothing scared, nice to homie. say, don't Go say Go ahead and pull that trigger. <laughs> okay. That was like, are you five years old? Okay. Um, why would this match take place? Bambi? Yes, I was. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, why would this match take place at Survivor Series Wargames when Seth Rollins would, of course, be the captain going up against the Bloodline? Unless you're going to have this take place in Saudi, which I really don't see that happening. Again, Rollins is winning some gold, so again, like your logic doesn't make what? sense as to why this has to go to three matches. What what match would happen at Saudi? Uh, Riddle and Rollins. Rollins three. Yes, yeah. Why not? Going on. Why not? Why does it need to happen? Because Bobby needs his rematch when Rollins wins him wins the title on Monday. So the rematch oh, is going to happen. Oh, you still believe? Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you still believe that. All right, sorry. Wow. No. Wow. Well, then no. Then by that. Then by that statement, you're right. But no, Matt Riddle wins this. Come on. And All there's right. a UFC special guest referee. Like, well, we got. We got one for Rollins. We got one for Riddle. Uh, let's throw it to Matt, whose personal hero is Mr. Ken Ken Shamrock, who every time you pass by him is just more jacked, uh, like we saw at the con, man. I love that picture of you and Ken. It's over here somewhere. Um, but, dude, what do you think about it. this one? Uh, you know, there is some intrigue to the idea that uh, Seth Rollins will is going to be facing Bobby Lashley, an MMA fighter. So going in there with a little bit of juice of having just defeated an MMA fighter, I mean, that has a little something to it. Um, but I think it's about as likely as, you know, Seth Rollins leaving a U.S. title under Kimmy's pillow at night <laughs> so she finds it when she wakes up. Uh, he's the belt fairy. Uh, <laughs> then no, it is. It, it, it's, it's a, uh, you know, we've, I'm sure a year and a half from now, Seth Rollins will get his second pay-per-view win in, uh, <laughs> in three years. But I, I don't see how you make it happen. I mean, they they've really peeled the onion on this feud. I mean, they they, you know, pulled back the curtain to a level that I didn't think they would because it's not all that safe if you really start digging into it. But they have, and it's working. So. This is going to be, like I said, it's it's in Riddle's wheelhouse. If they're going to continue with this, I can see Seth winning. But as of right now, it's it's a fight pit match. You know, we've got uh, you know my man DC, the dad bod demigod, out there uh, as the referee, the champ champ, the former champ champ. Uh, yeah. It, you, you got to give it to the home team. I think Riddle's going over. 
And there's that lovely <laughs> face. Look at, look at all that handsome. <laughs> handsome gentleman right there. Uh, Kimmy, the I'm going to pick Seth. I'm going to pick Seth, Kimmy. Wait, no, that's not good. Wait, that's not a good thing. No, Rob's always <laughs> wrong. Hold on. Thanks. <laughs> Can you pick Riddle? <laughs> what, am I like always wrong? Is that kind of, wow. Yes. Well, Every time that you, and, that you and I are like on the same page, you and, it ends up being wrong. And I have like really high states with Mike right now. So unless you give me a really good reason as to like why you desperately with all of your heart and soul need to pick Seth Rollins, I'm going to advise you to switch sides. I mean, I can't. I, I'm going with what I think here. I'm sorry, Kimmy. Hopefully it works out. Uh, I was going to say I picked Seth Rollins. I see him winning this one. But also, and it's so cool to see like the NXT stuff again. Like we see the war games, the, the fight pit. That's very interesting. But uh, I got to go. I got to go Seth Rollins because I do see him winning that United States championship. Those shield guys that can win at any time. So I hope that makes you somewhat happy. It does. We'll take it again. I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to watch this match. So I'm sure like if Riddle wins, Mike's going to text me. Look, Rollins lost again. I I told you, I'm just going to send you the link to the Pop Break article just so you can refresh your memory. Shameless promo, thepopbreak.com. But so then I do have a question for both of you that Mm -hmm. uh, foolishly picked Rollins. So this, so Rollins wins the fight pit match and then the feud's over, right? Yes. Okay. So the feud ends on Saturday with Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. The, the, The hottest angle that WWE has right now ends at Extreme Rules. So Rollins can become the United States champion yes. against Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get, I, I get, then, I get your point. That's a, that's a fair point. But it's like where, like it's like we always say, where do you go? And I'm not pushing this point by any means. I'm. It's hard to pick on this. I hate picking against you, quite frankly, when it's WWE. But where do you go with Seth? You know, otherwise. This is very simple. Riddle's going to go feud with the Judgment Day as they've been hinting for the last couple weeks because that's what they've been doing on Raw with Riddle. So he's going to go feud with them. Rollins is going to have an amazing U.S. title reign. As you know, he interrupted the Mustafa Ali versus Bobby Lashley match that happened this past Monday. So that means that's two challengers that could challenge Rollins for this so heavy title. As I told you, he will be the captain going into war games against Roman Reigns since they have some unfinished business, meaning that, you know, Rollins is the only person that has been Reigns in the last however many days that Reigns has not been pinned or submitted. So there's a lot of things that you could do with Rollins. I just don't know if you see the vision, but I definitely see the vision and the greater good as to why you should always believe in the one and only visionary drip god Seth Rollins. Oh, boy. Interesting stuff in the chat coming in. A certified wrestling podcast on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button button continue to follow us saying the white rabbit comes after rollins very interesting maybe a little bray no. bray seth again that can't just, happen like just, if all the things that happen that can't no no, no just no, read no, i'm no. just the messenger cammy um no. let's talk about alliteration here the brawling brutes interesting to uh tag <laughs> name name or faction name versus imperium i know the big thing that everybody wants and first of all shout to sheamus for all the recent uh momentum um, yeah. We got a good old-fashioned Donnie Brook match. Very, very interesting. I know the people want Pete Dunne as Pete Dunne because he basically is still Pete Dunne. Um, we'll see what happens. We've just seen some of the stuff with LA Knight. So it's 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 really fun to see 
they're catering to the black and gold uh, NXT fans, and and I'm here for it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm very interested just to see how he's not just doing it right away, the slow burn on stuff. But I'm just gonna pick Imperium here again. Imperium, another example of an NXT thing coming right back full force, um, taking on the brawling brutes, which I think. They don't need to, again, maybe I'm just picking on factions today, but I don't think they need to be together anymore either. So I'm just going to say, let's be done with the brawling brutes and let Sheamus do his own thing. Let's get Pete Dunne back. Um, that's just where I'm at with it. Maybe it's just a personal preference. I, I see Imperium getting this win here. Matt, what do you think? Uh, you know what? The the absolute banger from uh, Clash of the Castle I think they're going to just run it back from there. I think this is going to be uh, Seamus's crew. It's going to be the, uh, the the Peaky Blinders uh, episode that we've been waiting on. And uh, like you're saying, one of the things I'm loving about Seamus is that he's now joining Roman and Drew and Miz and Cena in this group of if you were booed out of the building for years for being a quote WWE guy by neckbeards, sooner or later you're enough of a WWE guy that all the WWE people are gonna start cheering for you. So kudos to him on that. It was a, it's been a long walk, but he, he's he's walking in the sun now. Wow. No, well, no, he's he's not allowed to walk in the sun, but I get what you mean. <laughs> Wow. He's wow. got the SPF 100 going. Okay. All right. He's got a, he's got a big floppy hat. <laughs> wow. Uh, real quick, shameless promo shout out my guy, uh, Elias from the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Uh, just put up his interview with uh, Kimmy's friend, the CJ Perry, formerly Lana. So check that out, guys. The Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Kimmy, what do you think about this match? I have no idea what this stipulation is. Like, Crazy. No, the old fashioned Downey Brook. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's not a new fashion Downey Brook. It's an old fashioned Downey Brook. Big difference. I, I understand. Full cues and, and brass knuckles and cinder yeah. blocks. You know. Yeah, bottom, it's very street, like a real a street fight in an Irish alleyway. Got it. And I'm 25% Irish and I didn't even know that. So I really, I really pay attention to the world. So you're 75% um, wrong. What? You're 25% Irish. So you're 75% well, wrong. Irish that this group breaks up. What do you got, Kimmy? Uh, no, that was horrible. Thank no, you. because Rich Holland is not a safe worker. So why would they split him up? He needs to stay in a tag team until he can prove himself. That's how I see it. He's oh, not. Yeah, I, I don't. Not. I don't know if they're gonna break them up. I was just. I was just saying that. No, that I, I know, but I'm that. going off of what you're saying is that I just don't see it happening because I think Ridge needs to build his trust back, and I think being in this faction saves him. If you've watched SmackDown, you know he doesn't wrestle very often either. I know they were on NXT on Tuesday, but he doesn't wrestle very often. Every time that they are wrestling, it's either Sheamus or it's Pete Dunne. So I think they're just trying to protect him within this stable until they can trust him again to not hurt people. Um, with that being said, I hope you're doing okay, Biggie. But for this, just because I know Sheamus is probably going to lose to Gunther again tomorrow on the season premiere of SmackDown, there's no reason why the Brawling Brute should not win this match. 
Oh, interesting. Mike, we didn't get to you on this one, did we? Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, my my gut says Imperium, or excuse me, my brain says Imperium. It, it makes a lot of sense for Imperium to win this group. They're doing a lot to push Gunther, and I'm all for it. I think he's an amazing talent. Uh, his face looks a little weird now that he lost the weight, but that's neither here nor there. The only reason why I'm going to pick the Brawling Brutes is literally because the match is called a good old-fashioned Donnie Brook. It's like picking against the road warriors in the Chicago street fight. If it's called the Chicago street fight, the road warriors are going to win. It's a good old fashioned Donnie Brook. That is as Irish as you get. And it's Seamus, it's Ireland, it's Irish. It gives him a small measure of revenge for a clash at the castle. It gives us, I don't know what's going to happen with their one-on-one match. I'm kind of assuming it's going to be a no decision, some kind of DQ, whatever goes to a no contest. So we have a reason to care about this match. Um, but I just, I'm just taking the brutes cause it's Seamus and it's a Donnybrook and I have no better logic than that. I wish I did, but I don't. Very, oh, yeah. very interesting. Matt, did we get to you on this one yet? Oh yeah. I'm, I, I went with Seamus. So, so we got, so I'm the, I'm the only one that went with Imperium. Yeah. yeah. I wow. do. Yeah. And by the way, like I did, you're, you're probably right. But I, but I got to go for Seamus. I appreciate that. Zubin in the chat. Zubin, yeah, we'll get get you on the show, man. He's got some stuff to pr- promote. So I'll welcome in David Zubin to the chat. Let us know who you got in this one. And I believe this is the last one. Uh, Kimmy's not yelling at me yet. So let's see. Carrying Cross versus Drew McIntyre in a, what is it, a strap match? Correct. The They're, most useless stipulation in all of wrestling. It's not history. my favorite. It's not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. But I get it. You got extreme rules. We are having a lot of extreme matches for once, which which makes sense this time around. So I'm happy for it. I, I think Karrion Cross coming in. Um, I enjoy a lot of like the stuff they do with him and Scarlet with like the hourglass or like the little mind games and stuff like that. Like I, I guess I enjoy the theatrics of it. So that's really fun. Um, it's kind of cool where he came out of nowhere he kind of inserted himself into the you know the title picture but then kind of pulled back and focused more on drew uh which is interesting so i think cross has to win you know drew's one of those guys that we've seen him at the top several times and he's great at the top it's not you know we we had our whole thing with uh, hangman where it was like we liked him better chasing i like him better chasing now again um you know and that comes down to booking and other things and i like hangman a lot but i digress I think carrying cross chasing right now is really, really interesting. And Drew can be that guy who takes the loss. And the thing that Drew needs is just the big win in front of the fans. He's gotten the big wins. He just needs that moment. And I think that's what we're all waiting for. So if they capitalize on that somewhere down the line, that would be really, really cool. But again, you're you're kind of painting yourself into the corner, like we always say, with the two two straps on one guy. But it's the best guy in the business right now, so I can look at it from both ways. That being said, I think Drew loses here. I think Karrion Cross has to win, Kimmy. No. <laughs> no. Hey, at least we're disagreeing again, right? See, that's what I'm saying. So I would have rather them do a steel cage instead of a strap match because I think it would have made sense because you could have like kept it. Scarlet the hell out of the match. Logic. Um, I think Drew needs it because since he hasn't done anything, 
And I feel like he's kind of losing credibility now that he's not chasing after a title. He has, like, if you think of 2022, like, what has Drew done? Absolutely nothing. He was in a comedic match at WrestleMania. And at SummerSlam, he got a promo. And he had a match with Roman, and he fell short. And basically... He's beat Corbin 57 times. That's something. That is something so much to brag about. You know, if I would... I, if I was Drew McIntyre and I was like, you know what? What can I brag about in my career? Oh, I know. I beat Baron Corbin 57 times in 2022. No, he hasn't done anything. He's losing his credibility. I think that's why he needs to win. I definitely see this is the match where the white rabbit gets involved. How I see the end of the match basically playing out is that Drew McIntyre is going to beat Cross with a quick ass roll up. Cross is going to get so mad, beat him down with the strap. The lights are going to go out. The lights are going to come up and you're going to see Bray Wyatt and Scarlet and Karrion Cross in nice little spooky gothic fashion type thing because it's spooky season. We need to capitalize on that. Not not bad. Can be very interesting. Welcome in John Blaine from the Around the Ropes podcast. We will see you down in Baltimore. So I can't wait for that, guys. Uh, shameless promo, Baltimore Celeb Fest. Five, 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 five. A lot of good guests down there. I can't wait for that. Also want to shout out uh, our friends at Parker Kane Promotions. We'll be talking to them a little bit next week. They're bringing in our good friend Dave LaGreca. Gabby Laspice is going to be there. And uh, the guy who make it a pizza, Luigi Primo, is going to be down there. So hopefully we'll be chatting with him a little bit. Can't wait for that. Uh, he's he's really uh, blowing up on social media right now. So uh, Baltimore Celeb Fest 5, Parker Kane Promotions. Want to shout them out. Shameless promo. That being said, let's see. Mike, do you want to take it home or do you want to go next? You want to close out the show or you want to go next? I'll take it home. You'll take it home? All right, Matt, what do you got on this one? Drew? All right, first off, I, I'm just imagining when, when Kimmy called the strap match like the most useless stipulation that Bill Watts, Carlos Colon, and Jerry Lawler all, all of a sudden got a headache and none of them know why. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, this isn't my fault. That's not my generation. Uh, uh, this is... Yeah, this is uh, this is really the the carrying cross the real debut for him. He, he's got to win. They gave him a match where, and here's the thing: carrying cross. Uh, I've stood right next to him. He's got a presence and a half, but he's not six foot five. Uh, Drew McIntyre. They had to put a stipulation in here where he can just beat the living hell out of Drew McIntyre, choke him with the strap, you know, put his mouth like a, like a bit in a horse's mouth. Bridle. Uh, yeah. Drag him all over the place. Just really kind of get over the fact that he is that guy. He's this brutal, violent, you know, psychopath to get over that character and that aspect of who he is. Cause that goes away when you put him in like, a shitty half gladiator outfit. You know, when, when you, when you raid like demolitions, old closet and find the mismatched stuff that they stopped wearing and throw them in that doesn't work. This, they can get him back to where he was when he first showed up, when he first stepped through, through those curtains. And that, and that, that's where they're at. 
I it's like got to be cross. I like what you're saying, Matt. I agree with you. That's why you're here. I uh, got to shout out Bernie in the chat. Uh, we're going to roll out the red carpet for you guys next weekend here in MCW. That's down in Maryland. Um, run a really tight ship. Got to shout out MCW, which I think stands for Maryland Championship Wrestling. Uh, have some great shows, some great talent. Uh, run a really tight ship. Uh, very impressed uh, with them. Be good to see you again. Be good to see you again, sir. Appreciate that. Rockin' Reese in the chat. What up, BCP? Uh, thanks for joining. Yeah, we're just talking Cross and Drew. And uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Like it. Tell us who you got. And let's have the perfect one himself. He was perfect on the last show. Will he be perfect again? Here's the hype. No. Here's the buildup. Mr. Mueller, does Karrion well, Cross need to win here? Well, um, yes, he does. I And I agreed with Kimmy three times, so I almost certainly won't be perfect again. But we'll see what we can do. Uh, I, Kimmy, almost everything Kimmy said uh, is is dead wrong. Uh, the, one thing that she's, the one thing that she said that's right is I... I do think the White Rabbit is going to make their appearance here in their debut, but it's going to be very white, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's talk about, about the first thing that Kimmy's wrong about. Uh, strap matches rule, dude. Strap matches are awesome. They're brutal. As long as you're not the type that's going to, like, throw working strap hits, which neither of these two are going to do, it's going to be nasty. They're going to be welted up. It's it's going to, it's going to be a great visual. Uh, somebody's going to get hanged, hung. I'm not sure what the right term is. Uh, from the corner, like like it's a noose. They're gonna they're, they're gonna use that strap in a great way. Uh, the second thing Kimmy's wrong about is the winner. The winner is Karrion Cross. He does need the victory. I think like this is me speaking for myself. Uh, he had a very underwhelming uh, NXT Championship run. I never really. I thought the coolest thing about him was his intro. Uh, you're absolutely right, Rob. His theatrics are awesome. The it going to black and white when he makes a surprise appearance. So many things about Cross as a character is fantastic. Uh, but given his less than stellar championship run and given the absolute catastrophe that was him in that SNM bondage gear that we all are trying desperately to forget about, you can't have him now come on and have his second match. His first match is Drew Gulak. So you can't have him come on and have his first real match in the, in WWE reappearing be a loss. You just can't do it. It's going to absolutely kill him. Third thing Kimmy's wrong about is Drew does not lose credibility with this loss. Drew has proven that he can go up and down the card everywhere and it works. He can be in comedic matches. He can be in title matches. He can be in the tag team. Drew McIntyre can do it all. Drew McIntyre is going to be just fine. And the last thing that Kimmy's wrong about is while the White Rabbit is going to, to appear here, there is certainly not going to be a faction with Bray Wyatt and Karrion Cross, Talk about things that don't need to happen. These guys need to feud because Karrion Cross is a true heel. And while Bray Wyatt, White Rabbit, Fiend, Demon, uh, Cape Fear knockoff, every version of Bray Wyatt has been heel-ish. It's that ish that you need to focus on. Bray Wyatt is over. People love cheering for Bray Wyatt. I love cheering for Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is the monster in a monster movie. And guess what? You don't buy tickets to Halloween to see if Lori's going to live. You buy tickets to Halloween to see if Lori's going to die. You buy tickets to Friday the 13th to see how many people Jason is going to just decapitate. You love monsters. 
Bray Wyatt in every version of what he is, is a monster. And we love rooting for him. We do not love rooting for Karrion Cross. These two are going to feud and it's going to be weird psychopath versus weird psychopath. And it's going to be wonderful. There is no way this is a feud. I, I'll make another Kimmy is better than Mike sign. If at the end of this, uh, Wyatt and Cross are together. There is there is no way that happens. Wow, Mike going for the soundbite. Very well said. I think he's wait. You're gonna make hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. You're gonna make that the soundbite of him just saying over and over and over again. This is why Kimmy's wrong. Well, I I mean the points he made, the passion, the uh, you know, you know, the money's in the chase, Kimmy. You know that you guys got to feud for a little bit, you know, before you get the big dub. And he's holding up the signs. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I just saw Kimmy looking at her watch the whole time. That's what I saw. Oh, very cool. Uh, good day. All greetings from Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Down under. Hey, thank you. Well, thank right. you for tuning in. Subscribe cool. on YouTube. Good after. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for tuning well, in. Let us know what you think I'm of the sure. show. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. That that made my day. Thank you so much for, for checking in. Uh, please share and subscribe and let us know what you think of the episode. Uh, and look forward to uh, Extreme Rules. Very excited. Uh, Kimmy, I see you looking at your watch. We got to get out of here. We hit our times. Oh, we hit no, our times. no, no, no. I was just doing that so Mike could shut up. I was trying to say that there I was bored. She was timing to see how long the beatdown was going to go. Much wow. Like Hashtag way, much like forever. the way Carrion is going to beat down Drew so bad, oh, the way I beat down Kimmy on this you know, podcast. Well, you know how Mike like fantasizes about things? Like, this is like that. Like, this is his fantasy. Like, he just thinks these things are going to happen. Like, he literally ended the show just because he wanted to shit on my prediction. Because that's just how obsessed he is with this Mike versus Kimmy too that we haven't had to do too much of in 2022. 2021, every single month, we were banging after banger, after banger, after banger, after banger. But in 2022, you know, we haven't had much of it. So he needed to dedicate this whole thing to me. So I greatly appreciate how much of a fan you are of me. I really appreciate it. If you want, I could give you an 8 by 10 I could sign it for you, anything you want. At the end, I I don't know. I don't have. I, I don't know. I do. You know, my table is a little wobbly, so I could use a pitcher to kind of level it out a little bit. Wow. So sure. Wow. Yeah, send it. Cool. Thanks, at, Kim. Well, at the end of the day, guys, uh, we will certainly see who the winner is uh, with our prediction show. Last time, Mike was perfect, but Kimmy, you have those hot streaks every once in a while. We will see who will win. I don't know if we had an official wager there. We will see what happens. Extreme Rules Saturday, guys. Very excited. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo. Kimmy, tell them what you got going on. I am booked for the rest. Okay, you don't need to do it to me. First of all, you don't even have a watch on. So you're not even credible. I have a watch on. You know. Anyway, so I am booked for the rest of 2022, which is really scary. So this weekend, like I said, I'll be at Bound for Glory. And I'm really excited. I have a private business venture to attend to there. So if you're in Albany, come say hi. I know Ella's going to be there and I'm really excited. Next week, I will be at Baltimore Slut Fest with Rob. I'll be working with the one and only, the baddie herself, Layla Gray, and we'll be doing photo ops with all three baddies for the first time ever. That's right. We got Red Velvet. We got Kira Hogan. And we got Layla Gray. And also at this convention, we have Mick Foley. We have Adam Page. We have Luigi Primo. We have Dave LaGreca. We have so many superstars. If you're in the Baltimore area, you can go to BaltimoreSlutFest.com to get your tickets. Then, Big event. I'll be there. And 
Bianca Belair is going to be there, and Liv Morgan's going to be there, and Charlotte's going to be there, and Ric Flair's going to be there, and Jay White, and all these amazing people. So if you want to check out that convention, go to BigEventNY.com. Then I'm somewhere. Where am I? Oh, full gear. I'm going to be a full gear. With Rob, are you going? I may or may I may or may not be. There's an indie show that day, but maybe I'm doing some cover. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Rob, you have to meet Kyle in person. This is our once and only. Well, you didn't tell me Kyle was going to be there. I did. Kyle is going to be live and in the flush. Wow, that changes. Wow, that's tricky. I will. I will let you know. Uh, we will certainly see see what happens. Uh, everyone, so, everyone always running the same day, but we'll we'll figure it I out. A Dub in Jersey. It's going to be very, very, very exciting. Uh, Matt, tell everyone about some of the stuff you do for the pop break. Never mind. I'll the pop break, Matt. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you can find me on Twitter at. Uh, a anti smart anti smart with two A's, where I uh, spend my time mostly reviewing uh, Rick Boogs's workout routines. Uh, nice. Need, needs to up the protein. Rick does, but uh, on uh, popbreak.com you can uh, watch me and a bevy of other talented writers. Well, they're talented, not so much me, uh, including Rob, uh, and occasionally Kimmy. Uh, and pretty much half of everybody who's been in uh, BCP. Yep. Uh, where we review um, movies, music, television, video games, especially pro wrestling. And uh, check it this week to uh, why I let you know whether Tales from the Territories is worth your trip in the DeLorean or not. You know, gas and plutonium are both uh, going up every week. So. <laughs> That's it. Got to get that Mr. Fusion. All right. And deep cut there. Mueller, tell them about a little something you got. Sweet Chin Musings. Sweet Chin Musings. I'm going to make this nice and short and sweet. I do Sweet Chin Musings with my best buddy, Luke. Uh, We have a great, great program. Uh, We try to get together about every week. Uh, I was in Vegas for the last six days. So this is jet lag, Mike. You're getting jet lag, Mike. And I'm still freaking perfect uh but uh we do a lot of stuff there uh we just had a really fun interactive tag team tournament uh we had a lot of fun talking about the cm punk stuff uh we do that i do also write for popbreak.com because it's a prerequisite to be on the show i think uh talk, talk a little bit about survivor and big brother talk more about wrestling uh, me and Kimmy have our article that should be posted uh, very shortly. Uh, so you get to see that it's significantly shorter than Kimmy's outro. And other than that, you can find me whenever Bob is willing to have me right here on the pop break and the BCP. So I'm very happy to be here as always. And Rob, I know it's a pleasure for you to have me. So thank you so much. It absolutely you know, is. The, the part I'm sad about is I was going to go on here and talk about the pop break because I'm going to be writing there all semester in the spring for a class. And I was going to shout Bill out, but you all cut me off. So now never mind. Well, think of it this way. It's more more well, we shout did. outs for the pop break. We, we are the yeah. unofficial sponsors of the pop break. We're all great writers here and all <laughs> doing great things. Uh, Larence in the chat uh, saying, been a pleasure. Cheers emoji. Cheers to all y'all. I got my Stuart's root beer right here. Cheers to everybody. Thank you for coming on. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace. <laughs>